And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to Two, two Peas in a Podcast, a podcast advice show from two people who like each other very, very, very much. much. Well, hello, Stephanie. Hi, Delbert. How's it going today? Good. We've got some fun stuff coming up. We do. What do we got? First, at the top of the list, as normal, we have P's and Q's, which are questions from people answered by us, the P's. Aww. And then after that, we have the split, where we take something torn from the headlines about relationships, and then we talk about it. So that's what we do here. Babe, it's so good to see you. It's good to see you too, boo. It's been a good, crazy week. (laughs) I like how you went in to say good, and then you're like, well. It was good. Here's the thing. The incident. We're going to talk about it. The incident. So, okay. This happens. I I feel like this is a a good thing that happens once per relationship. You get one. So, we do laundry here. And this week when we did laundry, I did the laundry, put it in the wash, and then I took all of it out, and then a thing happened. Well, okay, here's the other thing. So, I don't know how everybody does laundry, but... um. I believe that somewhere along the line, each person that touches a piece of clothing, it, 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 it kind of changes. Your How many people are doing laundry? <laughs> it, it's a changes. You, the first person to take your clothes off, you got to check your pockets. And then the next person puts it, they got to check. So there's like a, a, a line of pocket checking, you know, right. for things like pens, or in this case, an entire pack of gum. I have no defense. I am totally at fault. Like this is a hundred percent my fault. I chew a lot of gum and I have like eight packs. I have, like, right now, look, I have, like, five packs of gum in my pocket, and I just chew a lot of gum, and you just can't catch them all, babe. Come on. So I went to do laundry, took it out of the wash, and as I'm taking clothing out, there are full pieces of gum stuck uh... to only my clothing for some reason. I, like, I don't know why I didn't go to Dell's clothing. So my favorite oh... workout shirt had, like, three pieces of gum but you on get it. One... Okay, okay. I'm sorry, baby. Please forgive me. I interrupted you. Continue. So I took it out of the wash. I peeled off the individual pieces of gum, and then I put it in the dryer, and I thought, well, I've gotten all the gum off the clothing, and then there were a few pieces that needed to be rewashed, frozen and peeled, etc. Yeah, okay, so when she means frozen, a friend of hers said, hey, when you want to get gum off of stuff, you need to freeze it. And so now we have like a couple pairs of socks and a shirt in our closer in the freezer. Just like these like stiff cardboard frozen shirts with their gross wet laundry gum stuck to them. It's pretty bad. So then I thought I got all the gum off. Went to finish the laundry by putting it in the dryer. Put it in the dryer. The dryer load finishes, and then I open it. But when I open it up, I start taking clothing out. And something weird happens where the clothing is now sticking to the sides of the dryer. Have you ever experienced hot gum, babe? <laughs> you know, have you ever had the hot gum thing? Is that a thing? Well, I mean, yeah, like in a car, or yes, and, you know, just when gum gets hot, it melts, and when the gum melts, it's it's kind of a sticky. It's kind of inherent in the name gum. It's gummy. Well, so what happened was there was gum all over our dryer, so we spent. 20 to 30 minutes on our Sunday night. Oh, at least 30. 
at least at least 45 minutes scraping gum out of our dryer it was amazing the one other thing i did learn is because we did this together because as the as the culprit i felt that I, I, I needed to help with the situation so with wet wipes we're cleaning the inside with like one of those pampered chef like scrapey pan things which are awesome by the way for getting all of your gunked on food scraping giant things of gum off of the inside of the dryer it was really bad but i did learn stephanie what did you learn i learned that we can both pretty much fit like our torsos in the dryer at the same time that's true both both of our torsos fit in the dryer because he was on one side and i was on the other and he was getting one and i was getting the other it was good teamwork we got one of those fancy two-person dryers two two bodies and a dryer dryer so dumb okay. i'm so sorry i'm i'm so sorry never again but yeah gum man who would have thought who would have thought everyone that ever told you to check your pockets before you put it in the wash do it listen <laughs> it'll i mean this is one they say to pick your battles you can easily pick your battle by just removing the things from your pockets so delbert yes what's up for p's and q's so um yeah just so we are collecting questions from our from our Facebook page, mostly we are on Twitter and Facebook at P Podcast. And what did we decide on the Pod Nation Pod? pod I don't na- remember. We'll have to come back. Pod to Squad. That. Pod Squad. Pod Squad. So our little friendly Pod Squatters sending in some questions. Can we just call them Pod Squad? And because Pod Squatters <laughs> makes me think of like you know people sitting outside our house looking like they have to go to the bathroom. It's not Pod Squat. <laughs> pod Squat. Pod Squad. Okay, Pod Squad. Okay, okay, okay. So, Pod Squad. I got a, I got a question from the Pod Squad. It was a message to me via, 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 via Facebook. And I'm going to use a, a random name gem- generator. Unless you make up a funny name. He really has. He's on says random, random hyphen name hyphen generator dot info <laughs> slash something. <laughs> I didn't see that dot info. You never know what that info. What am I doing? Oh, we're done. Sorry. Bye, guys. This is the end. No, okay. We got it. We got it. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's, it's Josefina in Pasadena. Thank you for your question, Shut Josefina. <laughs> if they don't do it, I got to do it for them. But um, so so here's the question. Relationship questions coming at you hot. Josefina in Pasadena says, "I'm back into a relationship with a guy I dated before." For about six months. I ended it before because I didn't feel appreciated. He wasn't the same, like the same maturity level uh, that I was. And it led me to think that there wasn't really a future. So three months ago, we found ourselves reunited. And I was pretty hesitant. But, you know, after a while, we kind of transitioned back into a relationship. And things have actually been better. He seems to have matured. But his efforts to appreciate me seem self-rooted. I guess I wonder if he's genuinely likes me or just likes having me around. On a positive note, he's been making efforts. You know, he's really, he's been really great. But my struggle is, am I ignoring some signs that he isn't right for me because he's good and better? Or are these just normal relationship things? And that was Josefina in Pasadena. Thank you, Josefina. Thanks, Josefina. So, Steph, what you got? Thoughts. That sounds like a really tough situation to be in. So thanks for writing. Yeah, indeed. I think I'm wondering what some of the things were 
the first time and then the second time around that were kind of signs or triggers. Because if it's something small, like, I really wish that he didn't put packs of gum in the laundry. I mean, that's something you can overcome. You can work through that. But if it's something, like, there's the three A's, like, alcohol, drug abuse. Well, okay, that's D-A, but... (laughs) abuse or adultery or something mm-hmm. like that. Those are those are tend to be things that can be signs of something larger going mm-hmm. on. So I think it depends on how big it is. Mm-hmm. I think if you're continually having this feeling, then a good step is probably to have a conversation with him in some way about how you're feeling. That's probably what I would do, but I tend to be really direct if it were Delbert. I yeah, my little I'm a little sensitive boy, and I would try to read your mind forever until I figured it out. <laughs> no, that's not what I would do at all, ever. I've never done that. But seriously, for Hostafina's question, it's it is really difficult because on one hand you have someone who is you can see that they are trying, and then but then maybe their maturity level isn't there, and that's also important for a relationship. But then there's the thing of. Well, or maybe they're just trying to settle and they know that I'm really good, so they're just trying to do what they can. And then you start questioning like their intentions. And I think once you start doing that, you have to have the conversation. Questioning someone's intentions like in your own head without giving them the chance to, to speak is really difficult. And if that maturity level that you're saying is less comes through in that conversation... As like, well, no, I'm immature. Like that, that's a problem. That could, that could be a problem. Yeah, I think I would probably sit down and try to talk to them. And the way I would probably bridge the conversation would be to say how I was feeling and what my concerns were. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I've been feeling like I'm not 100% certain why you're in this. Like, can you help me understand where you think we're going? Like, why you're interested in this? And then... See where it goes. Mm-hmm. But I tend to be the person that says whatever she's thinking, which isn't <laughs> what most people do. And it's not always the best approach for everyone. It's good, though. It can be good to just, like, cut to the core and just be like, okay, listen, pal. We broke up last time because of this and this and this. And while these certain things have gotten better, I'm still seeing these things. And I'm just not feeling it right now. Uh, interesting thing about dating and not, like, you're not in... I, don't, I hate saying like, well, at least you're not, because that's kind of crappy. But like, that is crappy. When you're married, you kind of got to work stuff out. But when you're dating, peripherally, you know, you you can just go. I mean, no one's forcing. I mean, if they are forcing you to be in there, that's bad. But I do think, like what Stephanie said, you do have to have the conversation, and it might be tough. And to kind of suss out the maturity level of that person within the conversation, I think you could learn a lot. I think the other thing that I think of is. I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this, but again, I'm fairly direct. I think people are willing, or at least in my experience, I used to be willing to put up with a lot more, and by a lot Mm. more, I mean a lot more crap, because my (laughs) self-worth was really low. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that I didn't deserve someone who was nice to me Mm -hmm. and treated me well Mm -hmm. and didn't cheat on me and say mean things to me because I thought that that's what I deserved. Mm -hmm. So, Josefina and Pasadena, girl, you're worth it. You're worth it. And even even as a, as a guy, like, this might be a situation where he's like, she pays attention to me. I need that. So I'm going to do what I can to not lose it. Like, that is a thing that guys think about, or at mm-hmm. least I've thought about. So it's tough. So I think you deserve to have a great relationship, and you're probably a totally 
awesome ball in person. So yeah. you deserve to have a good relationship. I think you can do that. You, I think you can have one. You can. You can and you are awesome and you are great. And anybody listening, if you're listening, you're probably really awesome. And if you write in, you're probably super awesome. So, That's right. So yeah, I think uh, I think we got that one pretty good. What do you give us a score? I didn't have five any. Five stars? No, no vomit bags on that one. No vomit. Five stars. Uh, zero vomit bags. Zero vomits. 3.11 from the East German judge. <laughs> What's the East German judge wearing today, Tom? Uh, the East German judge is wearing a lederhosen. He's fine as lederhosen. That's so dumb. <laughs> I brought up my good lederhosen uh, for judging the P's and Q's podcast. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Before before we get into any more trouble with that, remember, you can send us your questions for the P's and Q's segment at uh, contactppodcast at gmail.com or send them to us via messenger through at ppodcast on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now it's time. For the split. The split. Dun, 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 the split. Dun, 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 where we dun, take an article dun, from the news dun, dun, and talk about it. All right. So this time on the split, we're going to talk about the 80-20 rule in relationships. What? I only know that from something. What do I know that from? 80-20. Think uh, about it. Marketing. So, that's right. Mm, but I don't know why. There's a principle called, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher this, which is embarrassing. The Pareto principle. I always want to say Pareto, but I think it's Pareto. The Pareto Burrito. P-A-R-E-T-O. The P principle. We're going to call it the P. We'll call it <laughs> PT. So t- okay, so I Wait. know the word P is in our name, but that sounds gross. <laughs> so this principle, by the way, I found this on the internet under dating trends. <laughs> Ooh. And I was just like, I know that there's trends in dating that make sense to me, but mm-hmm. I always think I'm like, okay, well, when I was dating, what were the trends? And nothing came to my Choker, mind. Uh, chokers? Um, those like chunky blonde streaks in your hair? I know. I was thinking more of like when people are dating, what are the things that they're doing in groups? Oh, not texting because we didn't have that. Well, it just made me feel uncool. I'm like, I don't know a single trend when I was dating. Okay. Snapchat. So so the 80-20 rule. There's a few ways that this could go. I'm just going to be a little, I'm not going to go down the dark winding road where this could go. So the 80-20 principle basically is the rule that your partner can't meet 100% of your needs. Yes. Okay. So 80% of the time you spend your time with your partner. every time. (laughs) 80% of the time, you spend your time with your partner, Mm -hmm. and then 20% of the time, you do things away from your partner, doing activities that fulfill your own needs. So you're saying that I can't just follow you around hoping that you will just give me things to do and make me happy. Exactly. Nice. So 80% of the time, you follow me around. And then, so, oh, this gives me permission to, like, hang out with, like, I know this is, like, scary territory for guys but like that means i can go hang out with my guy friends sometimes <laughs> yes <gasps> oh, thank you 80 20 rule thank you 80 20 <laughs> yeah so that's basically it i think that's interesting because i think sometimes it, in relationships people can think i have to spend all my time with this partner or some i took this more of i think some people spend no time with their partner mm-hmm. on the on the flip side so some 
some people are the 20-80 rule where I can spend 20% of the time with my partner and then 80% of the time doing whatever, do whatever the hell I want. Well, <laughs> but I think I'm reading it as you need to get 20% of your time at least away from your partner with friends or something. I think that's how I was reading it. The okay. 20, 20% of the time you should probably be doing something that meets your needs. It's healthy. I think it's so. Health- and if you're having a, if you have a partner that would you say that if I had a if I had a partner, you, I have you. But if you were like not doing anything that maybe I should encourage you outside to get that maybe move it from like 95 to 80 or something i think that's good i think it's good to have hobbies and interests and when i read a few articles talking about this they all kind of had different descriptions but all of them did have a list of hobbies that you could do for the 20 (laughs) percent. what were some hobbies bowling was on all of them (laughs) how many lists did you look at three uh, three to five five no four i ended up looking at four what are other three so anyway bowling's hot Hot for those single married people to go out and just bowl with their friends or by yourself. Well, I think it's it's more of like the bowling league thing. Yeah. So I'm going out, I'm doing something physical kind of, and then I'm hanging out with people drinking beer. I love bowling because it is a sport and you can eat pizza. Is it a sport? It's a sport. It's on ESPN. If it's on ESPN, it's a sport. But And they're scoring. It's a sport. And you get to eat pizza. And you get to eat hot wings, and you get to drink beer, and you get to wear weird shirts, and you get a hand dryer, and you get to wear fun shoes. Bowling is like the thing. It's so good. The one thing we didn't talk about that all the articles also mention is what they call the pitfall of the rule. (laughs) What does that even mean? The pitfall is what if you end up enjoying that 20% away from your partner more than you do the 80% with your partner. Oh, yeah. What is, What do you do? That is, that is a pitfall. Definitely. Well, part of me is like, well, what's the hobby? <laughs> what? <laughs> this hobby, babe, I love you. This hobby is real cool. I love it. Could you maybe invite your partner to be do it with you? I think that's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or talk to them about it. Or do more things with your partner in the 80 that are more hey, fun. I'd like this more than you, so just, just hang in there. I'll be back for your 80. Maybe. Maybe. Well, okay. So what, what are some other, what are some, uh, any other suggestions on how to, if you're not at this point with your, with your partner, uh, what are good ways to maybe get to that point or to even like bring up the conversation? I think I'd sit down and be like, hey, there. I've always wanted to do X, so I've wanted to do more sewing. Mm-hmm. So how can you help me with sewing? I'd like to buy a sewing machine and maybe start making some dresses mm-hmm. and then start doing that. But I think if you aren't at a point where you feel like you can do that, all you really can do is say you want to do it, and then you actually have to go out and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, this. Okay, now I'm putting it together. This reminds me of last summer. So last summer, Stephanie said to me, I need to find some hobbies. And I was like, okay, go have at it. Personally, I have a bajillion hobbies, so I am never short of finding something to do. Uh, Stephanie, she was like, what do I do? What do I do? And I don't even, I have no idea how you got on this, but you got into like furniture restoration. Oh, yeah. And you were buying these like junky old wooden like trinkets Trink- chests of drawers and chairs and like anything that was wood and old and smelled bad and you would like sand it and sand it and sand it and you'd be outside in our yard and people are driving by and that you, was fantastic. you're like wearing you have like 
like your workout outfit on, you got these goggles on and like this little mask thing on and you're just like going crazy on these things and you found that really fulfilling. I love that. I also met some of the neighbors. I am always under the assumption that people aren't looking at me. But then, <laughs> then I discovered I was wrong because people would walk by and come up and be like, hey, what you doing there? I've been watching you. Yeah, what are you doing, crazy sanding lady? You've been out here for hours. And I was like, well, what do you think I'm doing? I'm sanding. And then I realized all our neighbors are watching me sand in the driveway. And when Del says workout clothes, he's being generous. They're pretty much coochie cutter <laughs> shorts and a tube top. Like, that's what that's what I would sand You're in. So hard, but you, were, you did it like you weren't. Like when you when I'd see you do it, like I left one time, I was gone for three hours, three hours I was oh, yeah. gone, and you did not move your spot. You were in the yard, and you were like, I came home, and you were covered in these old like cabinet dustins, like a thin <laughs> layer on your skin, and you were just like, and you were like, in the zone. It was incredible, and you felt so alive. That was really good, and I think something else that was good about that is after I did that. Then I felt like I wanted to spend more time with you because I had done something for myself. Yeah, I'm done. Let's go. Let's watch a British a, Bacon Bake Show. Rule. The P rule. The P rule. The one cool thing is the is finding that little sweet spot of fun things you can do together. Yeah. You know, you you might like not like podcasts. Like podcasts. <laughs> and sex. That's another sex topic. is a good sex is a great together thing that couples should do. But yeah, you're right. Next next time, maybe? Next time. Next time. Um, okay, so that was it for the split. Thanks, Stephanie, for bringing that 80-20 rule. I, I learned something great. Good. It was something that we were already doing, and I like that it's uh, backed up by science. <laughs> Hooray for science. Uh, again, so I think that's all we have for the Peapod cast, the two peas in a podcast podcast show. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Podcast. We are on iTunes. There's a lot of Peapod, two peas in a podcast shows on iTunes. And so what I challenge everyone to do, and let me know what you think, Steph, is that we need to be the most popular out of the other six peeps in a podcast shows. There's like at least six of them. We need to be the most popular. Ours is the one with the really, really cute logo. It's very cute. We're also going to be on Google Play now, which is... Sweet. Uh, no one downloads podcasts from there, but <gasps> don't say that. <laughs> we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on. We will be on Google Play. So yeah, that's everything. And anything else, Steph? We hope that after listening to this podcast, you learn that you can like each other very, very, very much. much. Aww. Aww.